Welcome to this episode of Kendall County Connections Podcast. I'm your host, Aubrey Walker. I work with the San Antonio Council on Alcohol and Drug Awareness, or CICADA. I'm the Coalition Coordinator for Kendall County. The purpose of this podcast is to educate, promote awareness of resources for Kendall County, and to connect people. I have lived in Kendall County most of my life, and I have a passion for this county. I hope you find this podcast helpful, and thank you for listening. So today we're going to talk to Paul Jaguer. Uh, I think I said that right. <laughs> Did I say that yeah. right, Paul? Okay. Yes. So for, for everybody listening, I, we have been practicing. Um, I've been practicing, hoping that I get it right. So that's great. Um, so he's the project director for Kendall County Behavioral Health Initiative. This is a fairly new project. So I'm very excited to um, hear about all this great information. And I don't know if there's many of our listeners that know about this. So I'm very excited for everybody to learn about this as they're listening to this podcast episode. So thank you for joining us, Paul. How are you doing today? Doing okay. Doing okay. Allergies are kind of funky though. So bear oh, with yes. I, uh, right. it was a little plug. So oh, absolutely. I understand, you know, that hill country living, gotta love it. But when it's allergy season, oh goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to jump right into the questions. What has been your most enjoyable job so far and how old were you? And if this is your most current job, you don't have to answer with your, uh, with your actual age. <laughs> well, it's interesting question because reflecting back on enjoyable, I don't, at the time the job was not enjoyable, but it's, it's a great memory now is when during college, I was about 21, I went off to Alaska and worked up in a cannery up there for a summer and it was very hard work. I mean, we worked from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. And oh but looking back at it, it's uh, yeah, it was it's a good memory maker. But yeah, it was oh a, a lot of work. So, yeah, I bet you just like after you got done with your day, you just like laid your head down and you were asleep like in two seconds. I bet and you get back up and, and do, yeah, do a whole other day. So it's nonstop. Working wow. with a lot of fish. There's a lot of, yeah, big canning, huge canning company up there in Kodiak, Alaska. So, okay. Had a blast, beautiful country. And it was just oh. great getting out and seeing different, different parts of the country. So that was good. So, wow. very absolutely. Yeah. Not at the time, I'm sure. <laughs> like you not said, I was like, oh my gosh. You're very. like, why did I do this? Yeah. <laughs> good so what is your role in Kendall County and what are you passionate about right now uh, my current role is I'm the project director for the Kendall County Behavioral Health Initiative initiative that started through or from the Kronkowski Charitable Foundation they were looking for what they were asking a basic question of what do they they ask the community what is the basic needs that we see uh for our county and for the future that's coming up. And the number one resounding answer from a lot of different um, nonprofits and service organizations with, was with regards to mental health, behavioral health, access to it, transportation, seniors uh, were the answers, but they narrowed it down to behavioral health. And mm -hmm. the volunteers have been working through it, trying to organize through COVID and um, trying to get some, uh, some legs underneath the initiative. And their next step was to hire a uh, full-time uh, coordinator, um, independent contractor to work with them to keep, to, to get the work done. So, uh, so that's what, yeah, that's what I'm working on now. And it's pretty exciting, so. Absolutely. So, so why are you passionate about this? 
I'm passionate. This is what I love doing. When I, I before at the Y, I worked at the YMCA here, and it's really about connecting to individuals and organizations in and around the community and seeing what needs uh, need to be met. And when this opportunity came up, it's just fit perfect with what my passion is, is, is coming in and hearing what other organizations, what you're doing versus mm -hmm. Chicago, what other organizations are doing. And then how can people work together? How can organizations work together to be more efficient, to be uh, to have more impact, positive impact? And there's just so much opportunity uh, to do that in, a, in an age or a time uh, with COVID where we all became a little bit more isolated. I think this is actually a good reflection of our community for um, Kendall County on the fact of being able to really reach across the aisle and say, you know, we need help with this or we, we're working mm -hmm. on this and, and really interconnecting so many different services together that this is just something that I, I just think it's, it, it's just in my wheelhouse. I've, I've never been uh, so focused on that. I need to succeed or, or move up on a certain way. It's really just how can I impact the, our, our neighbors, our community in a more positive aspect. And this is fits perfect with it. So, yeah. So for our listeners, I just want to insert my little two cents here. Um, so we had, you know, we had met gosh, I mean, earlier in the summer, I believe. And so when I got an email from Andrea uh, saying, you know, that Paul got, you know, that you got this position and I, I was like, oh my gosh, that's a, that's a perfect person for this position. And, and I just was like, I didn't even think about it because when they were writing for the grant and we were talking about it, and we're having the conversations, learning about, you know, what, what, as, as it was going forward, I was like, who would be, who would, who's good, who are they going to hire? Who's, I mean, and I think it's perfect that they, I mean, I, like I said, I think this position was just, it was for you hundred um, percent. But I think at the same time, it's also, my thoughts are, it's so important to find people who are in Kindle County um, to serve in Kindle County because, um, you know, we're pretty unique, you know, as you know, we, we met um, this in September at, for the, for this uh, behavioral health initiative meeting. And that's something we talked about is we're, we're unique, you know? And so I've, I, I think it's, I think you're perfect for this position. That's just my opinion though. <laughs> well, and the initiative is, it just has so much um, it's, it's definitely a Kendall County, aspect that we have a beautiful community, we have beautiful surroundings, and we have a lot of change up ahead. Mm -hmm. And, and things are good now they're, they're good to okay, you know, there's a lot of things we could be doing again, the drug prevention and reduction of use and, and again, the women's shelter is way too full. There are mm -hmm. a lot of things that are out there. But as we continue to grow, we're going to need more services. Mm -hmm. And for a community of, of people that really want to think future-wise, you know, what do we want it to look like in five years from now, 10 years from now, and to start laying some of that foundation and work to, to have inter, interlocking, interconnecting nonprofits, service organizations mm -hmm. that we can work together better to, to, to maximize our time, to, to be more efficient, to maybe even bring in some uh, investors or supporters that we can have those services here as our, as our content, our County just is going to grow over the next, uh, yeah, half decade, decade here. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when did you get involved and um, why is this important for the community? I mean, I know you talked a little bit about why it's important for the community, but um, you know, why is it? Started 
they hired me back in May. So it was May of this year of 2021 and, um, and really started get, getting things going in June uh, with our, you mentioned referred to, we had our first community convening of organizations and that was about 40 people that made it. We're looking at offering more. Uh, the focus on it is to create uh, work groups to again, not sit around and talk about how we want to have a better world, but really to make um, a plan and action items, and then to focus on those and to make it benchmark. So over X amount of time, we will have progress or, or keep track of things that we're watching, uh, but doing that monthly. So we are looking at getting uh, work group meetings up and going, and then it might be even subgroups. Uh, there's mm -hmm. groups going on right now. The city has started up a transportation committee uh, there's another committee that started up due to uh, the, the frozen thing that we had, that frozen week, and that there are people uh, possibly without shelter and support that having a plan when an emergency shows up like that, that there's a community response to that. The city has definitely stepped up and the county has always been um, looking forward with regards to uh, forward thinking with regards to mental health awareness and then how to um, to process with regards to having mental health officer and getting a second now mental health officer. And it's, it's just a lot of different things that are happening in our community. And that's what I'm excited about. It's not just, Oh, there's a couple of people that are thinking about this. This is universal across the County. And it's also universal that it's not us as leading it. It's actually, everybody's doing it, but it's trying to tie it all together. So having those interact those interaction and that activity to be able to share what's going on at Bernie ISD, what's going on at certain churches, that there's just so much um, good things that are happening and how to connect so people have those resources and to connect someone to fill in the blank if they need right. blank. And that's why even what Cicada is doing too with regards to reaching out and the awareness of drug and alcohol abuse and just and and just how some subtle things might seem like they're fun, but they could actually be a huge impact down, down the road. So, uh, but it's that whole intertwine, that whole weave of uh, amazing programs and support here in our community. And as we grow, I keep thinking and seeing that there's even not just that we have more um, services that will be needed, but we are also getting a lot of great people that are moving into our, into yeah. our county and they wanna be part of the solution and, and that I think is really, you know, thinking about it now, it's really that that's what this county is really exciting about is that there's people that want to make positive change and they are not talking about, it, they're doing it, they're stepping up, so. Absolutely. So now the COVID question, I always kind of chuckle because it's like, yay, we always talk about wonderful things and it's like, okay, now the COVID question. <laughs> so how has COVID impacted your work? Um, your answers can be both uh, negative or positive. Well, from the initiative side, I think it really put a uh, slowdown. So I wasn't involved um, back, you know, for about a year when the leadership committee was working on, uh, you know, finalizing their focus on the vision and then looking at hiring a, a director that, that for them, it really kind of did a pause. So, mm -hmm. so, you know, 10 months in there to 11 months was really just, uh, kind of this pause phase, which slowed it down, but we are where we are now uh, with regards to from this day forward and 
and looking forward is with regards to how to convene, how to meet. So one of the positive impacts for COVID has reflected on the interest of people really want to get back and meeting with each other. And even that, yes. that um, convening that we held back in September, that the meeting went pretty quick. People took in the information and they were processing it. And then, you know, we were thinking it would be about two hours, but it was only about an hour and a half. So, uh, yeah. so that's good. I'm, I'm always excited when meetings go a little bit shorter, but then people were real interested in each other and really mm-hmm. with other people um, in and around the room. And mm-hmm. that's one part that I, that seems to be pretty universal with regards to COVID is the impact of that we've been separate and we've been mm-hmm. on you know, Zoom and in our offices or wherever we might be, but now being able to, to interact and connect with each other. And I think that's something that, um, that will hopefully keep, keep that trend going. So, uh, but we are looking, the impact for COVID will be to, to look at having a, a, a dual setup mm-hmm. for meetings that so we'll have in person. And then for those that are at home or mm-hmm. so having that that ability to, to zoom in or uh, be on a conference call, plus also have some people in person with uh, social distancing and, and safe, depending on, on where we are um, with this mm-hmm. virus, some big virus, sorry. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, are you going, so when, we, when I went to the meeting, it made me realize, I mean, how much, I mean, I, I through COVID, I mean, yes, Zoom has been great. So we were able to still meet. But you, you don't really realize how much you miss that face-to-face, like networking before and after meetings. Um, and, and it was really at that meeting that I kind of like, you know, took a step back and was reflecting and, and realized how important it is for, I mean, us as human beings, but then also us in the nonprofit, those of, you know, working on this, you know, brand new initiative it is, it, it's very important for us to be able to network and talk about, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, I've never met you. You know, what's going on? And, and it's, it was great. You know, I, I, I stayed, I don't even know how long after talking and meeting with people. And I mean, it was just, I'm an extroverted person. And so for me, it was, I was in heaven. I was so excited. I was like, I I just want to talk to everybody in this room. Of course, that's not feasible, (laughs) but but yeah, now that we're getting you know, this initiative going and, and able to meet in person, I really do feel, you know, it was kind of like we were on a pause there for a little bit. And so now it's like, okay, let's do this. Let's get started. You know, we have been talking about this for a few years now. Let's get this going. So I think it, it helped in a way. <laughs> so, um, so thinking about all the resources and events um, that we have, what's something that you see that's missing in our community? Well what's missing is what we're working on. And so that's what the initiative is that we're working on, not having a group of people say, this is what's needed. It's really bringing in the community and finding all that's being offered, all that's about to be offered, because there's lots of new stuff that's popping up and, and, and heading our way. So it's how, how to learn about all those and then how to connect people that maybe want to get involved with those, those aspects. And then what, what is missing? You know, what, if there's any, things that we need to look at that other counties or other areas are, are focused on with regards to behavioral health. So, so that's not just a overnight thing. That's a, a monthly meeting. So we are looking, we are hosting uh, monthly work group meetings and, and would love more involvement. And, and we have such a big variance on um, involvement level, level because 
a lot of people that are doing great things, um, you know, like even, um, what is it, LPCs and mm-hmm. all the different, you know, I'm learning all the different PLLCs that yeah. counselors and stuff that they might be super tied up and busy and then their family and stuff like that too. So involvement can be anything from being actively involved at the meetings, either in person or on Zoom, or just involved as much as they can and and review what we're working on, or just purely an email and just staying in touch. And then then maybe the season or the time might change that come next spring, then there, there is more time. Or there's a certain aspect of the work group that really connects with a person and they want to jump in and focus on that as a subgroup. So so that's where we see that that as again not meeting just to meet, but really meeting and then having an action plan and then putting those actions into place as we look forward again out five ten years. So it's it's a slow, steady pace that we want to look at. It's a marathon that we're working on, and it's also a huge orchestration. Like Sheriff Al always t- paints the picture, it's an orchestration, and we're not asking anyone to play a different instrument. We're not asking anyone to play a different and do a different role, but if we can all get in concert together, that this county will be pretty darn amazing. So, absolutely. So, this is a fun question. What is your favorite part of living and/or working in Kendall County? Ah, uh, the fun part. The fun part is really the the lakes, the the creeks mm-hmm. outside. I'm really big on on nature. I mean, I really. Yeah conservancy in town but also all the other hiking trails and lakes and paddle boarding and just that that outdoor activity um Mm -hmm. that that i enjoy a lot so our family enjoys so um even playing volleyball outside at the volleyball courts or or whatever but it's just that i love the outdoor part and we might have one hot month or two (laughs) and that's about it you know it's it's, it's funny uh south texas is really uh, uh, interesting in summertime, June, July, it's not that big. And then all of a sudden September, October is where we get some heat and thickness, but then it goes right. Right. Other stuff. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, is there anything that I missed? Um, do you have any up- upcoming events that you would like to discuss? Just to reach out. I encourage everyone to reach out to uh, email me. I think you're going to put that at the end of this. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a couple points in there too is there's someone we should have connected with that, to share that information. If there's other like programs that you've heard of in other counties or cities, other states that have been working on initiative with regards to focus on behavioral health, please don't hesitate to share. And then any other um, focus points for our work groups, we're just, we're, we're an open book. So we really want all input and, um, and, keep growing that list, but then, then setting benchmarks to those. So I want anybody and everyone that's interested in being involved in that. So please reach out to me via email. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and that's the wonderful thing about, you know, when we're putting out this podcast episode is we're just, you know, the initiative is just now getting started. And so it's, you know, definitely not too late. It's perfect time for people to jump on in whenever, um, whenever they hear this. Um, And so the last thing I, I want to ask is how can somebody connect with you? It's over the emails, the best, just the phone number uh, is good, but I might be, I I do a lot of meetings. I met even with someone this morning for breakfast and she was, uh, do you are, you had a lot of, 
lunches or coffees and stuff. But yes, um, yes. And it's not even just that too. It's also going to offices or other uh, community groups. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of great, great forward progress in larger cities that have, mm-hmm. you know, that they might have a larger budget or um, again, larger population. We're not going to be, you know, comparable to San Antonio, hopefully for a very, very, very long <laughs> But we are growing. And so that's where it's just to be aware of how other cities or organizations are um, organized that, that have been going to some of those meetings. And, and so that's why email is always the best that I'll, I'll do my best to get back to you and, 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 and keep you posted on, um, on the upcoming work group meetings and stuff. So wonderful. So I want to thank you, um, Paul, for coming to my meeting and being on uh, meeting with me and uh, being on the podcast down below in the show notes, I will have his email address. That'll be the easiest way um, to be able to contact him. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in to this month's episode of Kendall County Connections podcast. If you are interested in joining the coalition or being on an episode of the podcast, you can call 210-225-4741. That's 210-225-4741 or email coalition at cicada.org. That's C-O-A-L-I-T-I-O-N at S-A-C-A-D-A dot O-R-G. Or check us out on Facebook, search for Kendall County Community Coalition or facebook.com slash Kendall County Community Coalition. Thank you. We'll see you next time and stay safe.